What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Earth Podcast. Uh, one half of your favorite fat duo here waiting for the other motherfucker to show up <laughs> late, uh, as usual. But for our episode tonight, we have a guest that uh, I've known forever, like since I was a, like a child walking on two little feet. Uh, that's our buddy Dan Rumler, Dan buddy. Um, dude, thanks for being a, being a part of this. I know it's kind of a Hell yeah. Odd situation to be in. <laughs> Thanks for having me, bro. <laughs> now it's well, I'm time. glad you're on because uh, we were looking for, we're kind of looking for something a little different. So, yeah, I figured you'd be perfect for this because we're looking to get into like Try weird stuff. shit. Try to like cons- stuff. Yeah, yeah, like conspiracy theorist shit, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> sure. For sure. So, for those that don't know, uh, Dan would be labeled as a conspiracy theorist. I wouldn't really, I don't know, I don't know if that's what he would call himself. What, the, what they would say, yeah, conspiracy yeah. theorist, free thinker, right, right. Thinker, you know, something of that nature. Right, so for those of you that don't know what you're getting into, now you do know. Now you do. <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty know. much what Dan is. Kind of like I get labeled a right-winger, but... That's not the way I think, so it's a little different, but yeah, we want to go ahead. There's definitely, uh, yeah, there's a lot of like labeling and yeah. you know, judging in society, so it's either like you're far left, you're far right, you know, like me personally, I'm pro life, anything that's pro life, you know, right, that's for the better of mankind, I'm all about it, so I respect you know, anybody's you know, beliefs and. People can right. believe what they want to believe, and you know, I don't try to push my beliefs on them or anything like that. But uh, definitely, right. I like to, you know, go down the rabbit hole and, uh, you know, do a little investigative research and just kind of see if everything that you know we've been told adds up and you know if it makes sense right. and stuff. So, I mean, starting with the word conspiracy theory. Um, you know, that word was coined in 1963, and it was only coined and created after JFK got assassinated. And it was solely to discredit anyone who questioned the entire narrative of what really happened that day. So that's right. it's a little fun fact about the word conspiracy theory. So before 1963, conspiracy theory, conspiracy theories, it, it was unheard of. So. I wonder why it became so popular, though. It's like a... Because I imagine there was something beforehand, but I'm assuming they wouldn't... Maybe they didn't call it that, but I'm sure there was something that just probably wasn't as broad until, uh, you know, when we get into the FK and the civil rights movement and all that shit, because that's when a lot of this stuff really starts. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't believe in pushing my shit on people either, but right. for the sake of tonight... That's pretty much what we're going to do. <laughs> so, like, you guys are going to hear a lot of shit that, sure. you know, I'll be the first to say, like, maybe I don't believe all of it. But for me, conspiracy theories or whatever you want to call it is uh, it's very creative. I like so I'm a diff- I'm a weird person. You wouldn't know this about me. But as a Christian, I love music like Marilyn Manson NWA. as a Christian. I still read about the antichrist and stuff like right. that like it's just something that interests me so that's why i want to dig into this so 
let me ask you this because you probably have a better definition or you can at least explain it. What exactly is a Freemason? Like, what what is the Freemason lifestyle? How, what, what's, what's your definition? Because the one we're going to get on the internet is going to be kind of boring. The direction. Well, I mean, a lot of it, you know, you know, a lot of it involves, uh, Freemasonry, Freemasons. Um, I'm not a Freemason. I do study it. Uh, can't tell you exactly, you know, if it's, you know, I can just go by what I've read about them. And there's definitely, you know, you'll read a lot of like slanderous things about them. And, um, you'll hear things that, it, you know, it's a, a Luciferian indoctrination and things like that. But then on the other hand, you know, you have like all of these upstanding politicians and like law enforcement, first responders, all these guys that are involved in this like fraternity that's basically aimed at making a good man a better man. So, I mean, the, right. the whole like philosophy and what they believe in like i definitely agree with it i like their like the morals and the stuff that they um you know basically kind of base their whole their whole belief system off of so and i mean this is like ancient stuff it goes back to you know ancient egypt so um it's it's pretty interesting stuff you know once you start studying it you start figuring out like a lot of these guys in the entertainment industry and in hollywood a lot of these actors and directors and you know they're high-ranking freemasons from the simpsons yeah i look into a lot of that because like illuminati and all that i like that i like that conspiracy theory if you will about it still being around especially in the media movies Pretty yeah. much everywhere. I know it sounds. Some people think it's crazy, but like I like to, I like to entertain it because it is interesting to me. I mean, why not? It seems pretty realistic, especially because you got all these like, what do they call it? Like a, I guess rape culture, if you will, that exists in like Hollywood, or there's like a pedophile ring and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, that all kind of sounds like it could link to a Freemason or not really, like- you know. Yeah, man, it gets uh, pretty dark, you know, and um, really just that's what I mainly like to study more is like the music industry and, and, you know, like entertainment, like how they do the like uh, predictive programming and movies and stuff, because I mean, you know, it's, it's all truth in plain sight and it's it's a form of witchcraft rather or not you know right. people can believe that or not the word hollywood is a witchy word it's literally the wood from a holly tree so back in the day like wizards and um you know witches and stuff their magic mm-hmm. wands they use were made made from the holly tree so basically the word hollywood i mean it says it within itself what, what it is and what they're doing is broadcasting you know to a large audience to the mass population or whatever so but uh you know they do stuff predictive programming um and they just they do a lot of truth in plain sight and things like that and there's is that is that what predictive programming is like they uh yep so like right 9-11 for instance i'm Mm -hmm. sure you've seen a lot of like maybe old ads or um Mm -hmm. 
you know, like just there's all kinds of stuff. Simpsons episodes, you know, there's a plethora of it, dude, literally of 9-11 predicted programming. And this is like 30 years leading up to it, you know, that they're putting this in movies and shows and and on comic books and stuff like that. So. Right. Yeah. No, there's there is a I've looked into it. There is a lot of like a hints at it of yeah. it happening before it actually happens. My yeah. favorite, it's kind of goofy, but if you, I guess it's like if you fold a dollar bill or something like that, you can see the towers burning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that's pretty interesting to me. Well, I didn't dude, believe that until I saw it. <laughs> there's a dude like on YouTube, I forget what his name is, but he actually goes through and he he does all the money. He folds up all the, like the $20 bills, the $50 bills, the hundreds, and he shows you like on all the money, like like you just said, there's that one where it shows the two towers like literally burning. And I saw this guy make a video of a, it's like supposedly supposed to be like a flood, like it's the newest thing. It's on the newest hundred dollar bill or something like that. I only saw the video one time. You'd have to pull it up um, on YouTube. You know, okay. guys showing like the different money, like when you fold it up, uh, video or whatever, and that should lead you in the right direction. But, um, right. yeah, apparently, like that's the newest one. He shows that there's a literal, like literally a flood, I think, in New York or Manhattan or something. So, I mean, who knows? <laughs> well, on crazy. the dollar bill, isn't there a so the Illuminati, that's the Illuminati eye, right? On the dollar bill? Yeah, so you got to understand. Like, what's like, the story behind that? The Illuminati, literally, like, all they are is just, there's different branches. So they're just one branch of the main, of the whole, like, big picture. And basically, the Illuminati's job is to direct, um, to, like, influence and control the entertainment industry, you know the music industry our entertainment all that stuff they control that their their sole purpose is to push the the way of how they want the culture to be you know what i mean and it changes oh. quick every decade it changes you know and they had um you know this goes back to like the summer of love you know and then they had like the sharon tate manson you know murders and that ended the summer love and then you got the right. 70s and you know there's people keeping score of this stuff man really really like you know paying attention to the dates the numbers and all this stuff and it's pretty crazy like if you just look at like like from our generation dude you know like i grew up in the 90s so i listened to like gangster rap you know what i mean oh, hell. If you compare that to what they have now to to little nos x or you know any of this garbage they have now you can clearly see what they're trying to do with the with the music industry and what what they're trying to do with the, our, the, our kids you know yeah like an agenda yeah dude they're pushing it hard man i mean they're literally yeah. like defeminizing men they got these dudes wearing skirts and dresses and purses and and i mean no, it's shit. <laughs> you got MGK up there wearing a pearl necklace and a pink like little <laughs> like what the right, like, what like a little humiliation ritual. 
He's got the mm-hmm. double X, which is 2020, tatted on his neck. He knew that was his year to blow up. Boom, right after that, he hooks up with Megan Fox, which I'm just going to go ahead and say is a fake-ass Hollywood set-up couple. And they they literally set these people up to boost their careers and to launch them off and things like that. So, I mean, MGK, like, I'm not hating on them, you know what I mean? But... I'm just saying this is how they get down and this is how they operate, you know, and um, it's pretty crazy yeah, it's, to start looking into it because now all of a sudden Megan Fox is back in movies. You know, we haven't seen her since fucking Transformers, bro, for like 10 yeah, years. Yeah, she like dropped off the earth. She <laughs> dropped off, dude. And then so what she do? She fucking divorces her, dude. And, and she was basically gifted to machine gun Karen. You know what I mean? So it's crazy, bro. And these people are so fucking just um you know, to them image is everything. So, you know, it's all about boosting their careers and they're just Yeah. It's it's some crazy shit, man. For sure. It is. Watch that video. Did you watch that video I sent you on Instagram uh, about crazy bone talking about the the secret meeting that changed the the rap industry. Yeah, I did watch that actually. So sorry I didn't respond, man. I no, you're good. I'm really you're good. I'm really bad with Messenger and all that. Like yeah. I'll look at stuff and I never respond. I don't yeah. watch it. Yeah, Same thing. I did see the you're one that was interesting stuff? to me about a uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, the yeah. uh, crisis actor thing. Sure looks like going but on. Yeah, uh, like I didn't. That does look like him. It really does. I don't know, dude. I mean, I'm not saying. I you never know. know, though. But but I, I do. Know, okay, Gabby Petito. Remember the Gabby Petito thing? That was no. a very suspicious. Whole little, you know, that whole situation was just like it. It left a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, this is scripted. I was like, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? And then come yeah. to find out, she sang a fucking song for uh, the Sandy Hook, you know, shooting after that. So so she's linked to that, you know. And so, I mean, it's it's not too far-fetched, you know, that, um, you know, I, I've seen other, like, videos and posts and stuff where they put these people on blast. They're like, hey, isn't that the lady that was just like, you yeah, know, got she, bombs yeah. on 11 and... You know, they show four different pictures of them, like and trauma and pain. But well, it's interesting because a lot of people don't talk about it, and it makes you kind of wonder. I mean, it may not be one hundred percent believable, but it's still worth looking at. That's the way it's I see. Definitely it. worth looking at. Like, and that's the thing, people. Most people are too lazy or not interested enough in in finding out, you know, or knowing. They're just like, whatever. It doesn't pertain to my life or it doesn't matter you know and that could be true like to each their own but me personally you know like i've always kind of known you you know i even with like 9 11 i mean i thought it was very odd like i remember being i was a sophomore dude and i was in art class and i walked into class dude and everybody's watching the tv and like the first building was was on fire it had been hit by the plane and then all of a sudden we see the second plane like fly into it bro well you remember like the they had like devil faces and stuff like that you can clearly see that on the magazine that was weird men's and stuff were getting released who knows but what i found odd was you know you got them saying flight 77 
hit a 77 foot tall Pentagon building 77 minutes after takeoff on the 77th meridian. Right. Like, so does that, I mean, that's that's a lot of sevens, bro. It's a little funky. You were telling me something the other day. I couldn't, I can't fully remember, but it had something to do with JFK's assassination. It was the the date. Um, how was it? When, when he got assassinated? Yeah, it had something to do with the date. I got my book here. The date and the year, I think it had something to, I think it correlated with Abraham Lincoln or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, I don't know exactly what to call it. I guess, like, I call it, like, the Abe Lincoln and the Kennedy paradox or the the similarities, I guess you could say. Um, I'll break it down right now because it... I, you can't even make this shit up. You know what I mean? Right, go ahead, yeah. Reality, dude, is so much crazier than than oh, we yeah. could even ever imagine, or 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 you know what I mean, like make up in our minds. Like it's so much crazier. History is so much crazier, you know. So, oh yeah. Um. So yeah, like here's a here's here's some fun facts about Abraham Lincoln, who got assassinated, and JFK who got assassinated. So, Abraham Lincoln was elected to Congress in 1846. JFK was elected to Congress in 1946. Lincoln was elected for president in 1860. Kennedy was elected for president in 1960. So it's all 100 years later. So, um, you know, both were particularly concerned with civil rights. Both wives lost a child while living in the White House. Both presidents were shot on a Friday. Both presidents were shot in the head. Now it gets a little weirder. Lincoln's secretary was named Kennedy. Kennedy's secretary was named Lincoln. Both were assassinated by Southerners. Both were succeeded by Southerners named Johnson. But wait, there's more. Andrew Johnson, who succeeded Lincoln, was born in 1808. Lyndon Johnson, who succeeded Kennedy, was born in 1908. John Wilkes Booth, who assassinated Lincoln, was born in 1839. Lee Harvey Oswald, who assassinated Kennedy, was born in 1939. All 100 years. Right. So that's all it is. Both assassins were known by their three names. Both names were composed of 15 letters. Pretty weird stuff. Lincoln was shot at a theater named Ford. Kennedy was shot in a Lincoln car made by Ford. Right. What the fuck, bro? Well, it's weird. Like, the dates are kind of odd, too. Like, if you really sit there and think about it, it is kind of sketchy. And there's more, yeah. I mean, Booth and Oswald were both assassinated before their trials. How convenient. That's pretty convenient. A week before Lincoln was shot, he was in Monroe, Maryland. Guess what? A week before Kennedy was shot, guess who he was with? Marilyn Monroe. Oh, yeah. That's right. What happened to her? Yeah. She invited herself or something? Who knows? Like, yeah, supposedly she died of a pill overdose or... The door was locked from the inside. The clock, you know, they cleared it. It was good, so... (laughs) Oh, I really think that they fucking killed her. She was sleeping with mobsters and the president. She knew too much. JFK, yeah, and he was wrapped up. With, you know, with 
the mob and stuff. So all the candies, really, that whole family. Um, oh, yeah. It's something that you can actually look in history books, too. They're wrapped up in a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So yeah, hi- history is interesting. It's a fun word anyways, because it's really his story. You know, yeah. the the victor of war is the one that holds the pen to, to, you know, writing history. So, I mean, think of this, dude. If the news is fake, you know, and we know, like, fucking it's safe to say, like, probably 75% of the the news is to push fear and propaganda on oh, absolutely. Is that a pretty accurate, like... About 75, 80% of it, that shit is yeah. meant to divide people and freak people yeah. out. Yep, it's it's not, you know, maybe 25% of it is actually, like, informational and helpful and, you know, stuff like that. But if if the news is that fake, imagine how, how fake and how bad history is, you know? And, I mean, right. people don't understand. They've been rewriting history forever. Forever, dude. You know, they're burning books in World War Two and in Nazi Germany. You know, now they're fact checking everything. They're trying to discredit it, just like the word conspiracy mm-hmm. is used to to discredit anybody that challenges or or questions the narrative of something. And I mean everybody knows, you know, the truth doesn't mind being questioned and a lie. What is it? A lie gets upset or it feels defensive or something if it gets if you question mm-hmm. a lie. So, however, that yeah, that's thing really. yeah, it's been going on forever. It's just more relevant now because we have internet and all that. And I think that whoever is suppressing information, <clears throat> whether it's uh, left or right establishment, they're more open about it now too. They don't try to hide anymore because well, in the past it was a whole lot different. It's universal law, bro. They have to tell us what they're doing, you know, and, and that's why there's predicted programming. That's why there's truth in plain sight. That's why there's the Georgia Guidestones, you know, and I mean, mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't know what the Georgia Guidestones are, I suggest get on your computer and look them up and see what they have to say, because <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty important stuff. And the fact that they, you know, erupted 41 years ago in Georgia and they're mm. written in uh, what is it? Eight different languages, and there's even hieroglyphics on the capstone, and it, it's got Babylonian written on it. It's got all kinds of shit. So, um, and basically, you know, it just talks about you know keeping the population in harmony with nature, keeping mm. it 500 million. So, I mean, they carved it in stone. So it's. It's got to be pretty important if it's carved in stone. <laughs> well, it's worth looking at, too, if you ask me. Definitely I mean, worth why at. not, you know? Yep, for sure. Oh, shit, Austin, Austin just joined us. Austin's in the house. While he's setting up, I oh, do have a question to ask you, because I've never asked you this before, <laughs> but do you believe in, like, other dimensions and shit? Because I'm not going to lie, I do. I get called crazy all the time, but I really do believe there's, like, other dimensions that we can't see. That's what we're in, the 3D. The highest part of hell, the lowest part of heaven. We're in the 3D. That's what it feels like, dude. We're on a it feels like we're in, like, a Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> like, you ever seen that actually show? Feels, it does feel like that. It's well, like, you ever seen that show, Black Mirror? Yep. yep. That's what it feels like. Yeah, it feels like we're... Like 
Yeah. It's like yeah. we're almost in an alternate reality because I wonder if there are like other versions, other ultimate. Oh, bless you, motherfucker. <laughs> I just like died a little bit inside. Austin, buddy, how are you? I'm good. Fashionably 30 minutes late. No, you're good, dude. I, we decided to start without just because uh, I was really excited to have Dan on because, well, you know me, dude. I, I love entertaining conspiracy theories, whatever you want to call them, just because to me they're like larger than life. Like they're, but The reason I get into these rabbit holes is because they're so entertaining. Whether you believe them or not, they're almost better than like fictional tales. And they're they go deep. They go deep. And it don't matter if you're left, you're right, whatever. It's good to to go down the rabbit hole once in a while and ask why and actually like research things, man, and ask questions because most you're not a f- just you're not a flat earther though, right? No, I am not a flat earther. <laughs> I'm proud to say no. Praise no. the Lord. What um, <laughs> I mean, if anything, like Tony said, like we're in a dimension. Uh, and we're on some sort of like maybe plane or something, but um, dude, who knows? It could be, dude, it, it's crazy. There's, you know, but no, I'm not a flat earther, but um, you know, I do believe uh, it's hard to believe that we're on a spinning ball going like fucking, what is it? 10,000 miles an hour, like spinning through outer space. And, um, you know, there's a, definitely some things that, uh, I can tell you guys that NASA's lying about too, so I don't know. It's definitely um, worth does, checking into. Does jet fuel does jet fuel melt steel beams? Uh, apparently it does. Yeah. We were just <laughs> talking does. about that. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> all right. What would I know? I'm not. You know. Uh, I don't know too much about demolitions and controlled like um, demolitions and stuff like that. But I, what I will tell you is um that shit you know definitely was not an airplane that was either you know because this shit this shit goes back to 1968 you got to understand i'll just spit some facts about 1968 because it this was all pre-planned this whole thing and literally what 9-11 did was after 9-11 happened they passed the patriot act and then they started you know, everything after that. And they started, um, like, the, the whole airport, you know, restrictions and blacklisting right. people and then making lists and things like that. And they tightened down the security, just everything. The whole Patriot Act passed. So, but, I mean, this was all pre-planned, bro. And I'll spit well, well, but, yeah, go ahead, because I was going to ask you, what, what makes you think it was pre-planned? Just all the predictive programming, everything that it accomplished for oh, like not us. All the earlier stuff you saw, like the hints and stuff like that. Yeah. Because, I, like I said, I had seen a lot of that stuff before, but mostly because I was looking it up. It wasn't something like I remember until looking into it. Because yeah. I like looking this shit up, and I was looking at stuff where, like, there's episodes on different TV shows where they hint at it happening or... You know, it's in movies, clearly yeah. fictional, but it makes you wonder with how many things are out there. It's yeah. it's weird, I'll say that. People like, know now that 9-11, like, was just kind of bullshit, and just know everybody's just kind of good with it. You know, and there's not, it, what you know, it is what it is. 
But, I mean, I think there's been enough evidence brought forth where it's like, dude, like, are you fucking out of your minds? Like, like you just said, does, does jet fuel melt steel beams? No. Fuck no. Like, if that was a, if a plane hit a building in midair like that, it would disintegrate. That thing's made out of aluminum. That's a building. My favorite um, video of all time on the internet is a blacksmith, and he goes, uh, he says, whether you believe 9-11 is real or not, um, this whole, ar- your argument of jets, jet fuel doesn't um, melt steel beams is is really dumb. And he takes a big hunk of steel, like structure of steel, and he goes, jet fuel burns at, it's like 1,300 degrees. My forge is at 1,300 degrees. And he sticks this piece of steel in, pulls it right out, and with his pinky finger, just bends the steel. He goes, get a better argument. <laughs> this ends the video. It's one of my favorite videos of all time. Well, look at, like, we were talking about this on a past episode. Look at all this shit that we've seen in, like, media, movies, novels. It's all stuff that kind of predicts what's going on. Especially, like, uh, what was a good example? We were talking about... Um, well, I talked about it the other night. I've talked about it on numerous episodes now, but did you ever see the movie Equilibrium with Christian Bell? Mmm, sounds familiar. It's that one where he's like an agent for the government and they suppress thought. Like, thought is illegal, basically, and they're feeding everyone medicine to keep them from, like, questioning what really is going on. But, like, look at it, though, because in it, it's kind of like 1984. It's all like uh, everyone goes to one location where they get their news, which is propaganda fueled by the government. And it keeps them stable. It keeps them hating another side. But it's supposed to keep them at peace. That sounds very oddly familiar. And again, this is a movie from like 2000. Yeah, and but Tony, for every minority report, there's 26 other movies that got it wrong. Well, that's true. Minority Report, okay, the only reason I used that as an example the other night was because, oh shit, because it's it's actually, if you think about it, it's kind of a parody within itself, like, can we tell a crime before it happens? That kind of feels like what's going on right now. Literally, Whether it's, AI can predict uh, civilian unrest, and it can predict a riot before, like, a riot pops off, and it can alert, like, that's how... That's how far, like, techno, you know, our technology is and just how advanced it is. Do you think and, that AI is going to take over? Because, it, you know, yeah, I don't know if it's science fiction, but still, dude, that shit really terrifies me. Like, Terminator and all that great films, but it how far is, is Like, it literally already is. And, and one thing you got to understand is is they're not keeping us in the loop. Like, hey, guys, here's where we're at with technology and da-da-da. And, and da, you know, we cloned a sheep. And so we're like, oh, yeah, they cloned a sheep. Like, dude, they're so fucking far ahead of that, dude. Like, they literally leave us, like, 30 years behind. And if they can make money off the technology or it can somehow help with what, you know, whatever the agenda is or whatever, maybe if it can just help in general, then they release it to us. You know what I mean? But, um, so the, the, the AI dude is just beyond like what you can imagine because like, as we're sitting here talking or whatever, as you're sitting on your phone and you're scrolling and stuff, your camera is literally studying your eye movements and the AI is studying your eye movements and stuff. 
So it's, I mean, it goes deep, bro. It goes deep. Well, it's kind of been proven because, like, look at Ed Snowden talking about exactly your camera watching you and shit like that. He came. The government. They tried saying that it wasn't true and that he was a whack job and all that, but look at all the shit he released. He worked. Yeah, I mean, dude, he was a smart dude, and he literally told us what the Patriot Act was put in place to do, which took away some of our fucking rights. And it gave them permission to spy on us, to listen in on our calls, to fucking that way they could determine if we were a, a you know, a, a terror threat, you know, if we needed to be put on some sort of terror threat assessment list or no fly list or whatever, because that's what happened after 9-11. And that's why 9-11 happened. And and there's there's other reasons, too. I mean, you got to understand, like to get your country to back you in something you have to make them believe and fucking really you know sell whatever story they sold to us which you know was these guys these middle eastern fucking muslims who study the quran where nowhere in their religion does it say if they fucking cut off a christian's head or do a suicide bombing that they get 12 virgins and da 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 Dude, Allah is another word for the Most High, for God. That's all it is. The the Quran's basically like an old um, first King James like uh, Bible. It's it's the Old Testament basically, dude. And nowhere, I, I every you know Middle Eastern I've ever met has always been nice. They you know what I mean. Their culture, they don't even yeah, rule like yeah. that. So that was propaganda that was fed to us. To get us to back our military and stuff to go invade the Middle East. Otherwise, Why we do you wouldn't think- have been down with it. And then watch what happened after that. Uh, let's see. Um, you know, we took over their poppy fields. You know, we took over the oil. We wrecked the, the Library of Alexandria, which held like a shitload of information. So that's one way of rewriting history. But literally, dude, like the heroin epidemic shot up in America. You know, right. to control their poppy fields. And I mean, yeah, it goes pretty deep, bro. There's a lot of reasons why that went down. Do you think the government had a hand in playing on uh, in like bringing drugs into America, like the, the war on drugs, quote unquote? Because it kind of seems like they created it. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's like Bill Gates, what he used to do back in the day. He used to create viruses um, and then sell the antivirus malware. So he, I mean, what's he doing now? Wonder what he's up right. to. <laughs> you know, like I mean, dude, we've been getting hustled for a long time. They've been doing this for a long time, and it's not—it's not about what race you are. It's not about what ethnicity or what you believe, dude. It is—it's literally a classism thing, and it's yeah, it's about elite, control. And it's the yeah, it's the one percent, and then there's us. So. Do you ever watch these crazy science fiction movies and kind of like really think about it? Like one of them that really messes with me, Soylent Green. Did you ever see that one? Uh, I don't it's think the, so. It's an old one. It's like 79 or it's really old. It had Charleston Heston in it. So basically he's like a FBI agent and he goes to investigate the murder of like a CEO if I, if I remember, I might be getting this wrong, but basically he goes to investigate the murder of somebody important yeah. who created a a treat or like a food called Soylent Green 
because it takes place in the future where the world is overpopulated and they have to figure out how to feed people. Like, there's literally these street sweepers going through, like, picking up dead bodies and shit because there's just way too many people who are overusing resources. Twist of the story is you find out Soylent Green, the recipe is it's people. They're feeding us ourselves to keep us going and to keep us... Right, like, it's it's a crazy fucking movie. It actually fucked me. I was like, whoa. I hate to be that... I hate to be that guy, but anybody who ate something called Soylent deserves what they got. That's all I'm saying. Well, it looks like a cracker. Like, in the movie, it looks like a cracker. And then, like, literally 30 years later, Hot Topic did a line of crackers called Soylent Green. Like, as a as a parody, like, a play on the movie. And on the box, it's like, it's people in big letters. Because that's how the movie ends. He's like, it's people! It's people! It's an old-ass movie, but... If you watch it, it messes with your head because you're like, dude, it's all about it's control. It's crazy, homie, and I'm telling you, like, I mean, the chances are if you've eaten at McDonald's and fast food and shit, like, we, I mean, we've probably eaten people before not knowing it. Like, Bill Gates owns the largest amount of fucking potato farms in America. He has so much fucking land that he owns, and they are all the fucking potatoes that go to the McDonald's french fries, dude, like. I'm yeah, a firm believer that McDonald's is not actual food. Only dude, it's not, yeah. I did like, a science experiment in high school where I left a cheeseburger in the car for a month and it was still fresh. Yeah. I was like, that's not, there's something wrong with that. There was a guy that did that. He fucking saved a cheeseburger for, for like 80 years. And it still right. looked the same and shit. And... Oh yeah, that's what inspired me to do it. Like, it feels different. <laughs> it definitely feels a little bit like harder. <laughs> It was like straight fresh. Oh shit! Hold on, Austin, carry this for one minute. I gotta pick up this phone call. It's crazy, man. I, 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 I know how horrible McDonald's is for you, but it's like that Jim Gaffigan skit because everybody says they hate McDonald's. Then you walk into McDonald's and you see like your cousin there, and you're like, "This isn't the library. I got lost at the library. I guess I should just get a side of fries while I'm here." <laughs> freaking. <laughs> he goes, everybody has their own McDonald's. Even if you don't go to McDonald's, you have a McDonald's. You like drinking Sesame's. Stop being pretending you're better than other people. Freaking Jim Gaffigan kills me. Sorry, my yeah. was calling. She's like, do you want soda? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want soda. Who doesn't want soda? <laughs> Give me that soda. Uh, I like soda. I awesome. night dance, and I was like, hey, can you pick up soda on the way? Because I just realized there's like three left, and there's five of us in this house, so we're going to have a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like battles of the fucking death. The live streams that another thing. Way, so. Dude, there's another that's another thing that I believe like kind of in like the conspiracy theory that soda was invented to keep us like sick because look at the shit that's in it. Clearly somebody was trying to make money, right? But at what cost? Like do you think that these people that make this shit really give a fuck what happens to you? I'm pretty sure they're well aware that you know what's in it. Or if you don't know what's in it, they know that you can get sick. Like I've never met a cigarette smoker that yeah. actually believes he'll be fine after smoking. Yeah. I mean, it literally tells you on the packaging, like what it causes. And people are just so like in the moment right now that, you know, especially when it comes to cigarettes or tobacco, well, I like a lot of stuff. And I'm not blaming capitalism. Everyone tries to, but I think that a lot of the stuff we've had in America, like basically in the golden age, like, you know, the introduction of fat, food soda i believe a lot of that stuff intentionally not only was meant to make money off of us but to 
get us sick and get us like, care and shit like that. Yeah, that's like kind of when America actually, honestly, that's kind of when I believe the like really things started to get corrupted in the in the after World War Two, really. And I mean, this goes back to Operation Paperclip, you know, Operation High Jump, and and things like that. And it's it's worth looking into, man, because uh, it's interesting stuff. Um, and and check out Antarctica also, because there's there's a lot there, bro. There is a lot there. And I mean, Give us an example, what what's going on over there? Like, from what you've read, like you literally, you can't just, dude. It's easier to like go to Cuba, you know, get a ticket, get a fucking, you know, a, schedule your trip to Cuba and go there. Like it to go to Antarctica is impossible. And if you go there, unless you're like high up, like government, like personnel or in the military, you're doing something out there. They'll only take you on very strict guided tours, you know, in certain parts of Antarctica, man. But a lot of people itching to ask a question. What's what's on your mind, Austin? It's not impossible to go to Antarctica. My best friend is currently in Antarctica on a uh, on a sightseeing trip. On a sightseeing and... trip, yeah, it's a. I mean, it's not like you can just go there and do your thing. Like it's a very controlled expedition, if, right? Like a program if, or something like you that. Can, you could, if you want to die, you could just straight hop on a boat, sail to Antarctica, hop on and walk around. You're probably gonna die because it's not a hospitable environment but i'm terrified of antarctica i would definitely suggest doing some research on it because there's a lot there it's not just some unhospitable like environment dude there's literally fucking octopuses under the ice there and a fun fact about octopuses each tentacle is a brain and they can do their own rna editing gene editing so they can adapt to pretty much anything. Octopuses right. are pretty. But they found them there under the ice in Antarctica. There's pyramids out there. There's uh, supposedly underground bases, dude. There's a lot popping off down there. And it's, it, you know, it just, it's, it's worth looking into. I've always yeah. wondered, Austin, you could probably answer this. What the fuck do we do with Antarctica anyway, according to the government? Like, what's the use of Antarctica? What are we doing over there besides research? Well, that's mostly what Antarctica is. Antarctica is a research and development um, site. Um, There are some cities in Antarctica that, like, the people live in Antarctica on cities. They are, you can't have a, you can't, there's no countries in Antarctica. Uh, right, like split into weird slivers. Um, but I mean, most it's mostly a place you don't want to live. But there are small cities inside of Antarctica. It's mostly research. Um, there's no military or weapons things, according to the treaty, the Antarctic Treaty of what was that? Dear God, it was December 1st, 1959. And the Antarctic the Treaty, interesting uh, about that is after Operation High Jump 
and uh, Admiral Byrd went down there and discovered the firmament. This shit goes deep. Um, that's when every country got together and agreed on one thing, that people aren't allowed in Antarctica unless they are, you know, government personnel doing research down that's, there. That's, that's not what words. the Antarctic Treaty says. You can't yeah, fly over. Planes cannot fly over certain areas of Antarctica. They have no fly zones. Literally, where commercial pilots, if you have your own personal plane, you can't just go flying over any zones of Antarctica. And you could look that up. I mean, that's all public knowledge. So uh, there's a lot more going on there than they've led people to believe. But, you know. I'm definitely never going to Antarctica, man, because I hate the cold. But I've always just been curious about it. Because I was like, what do we what do we really do with it? And there's all these movies about it that are obviously horror films. But still, it's it makes you wonder. Like, one of my favorite films of all time, The Thing, takes place on Antarctica. And it's one of the most questionable things in the world. Obviously, it's science fiction, but a fucking alien crash landing that's been living there for centuries. I've wondered about shit like that. I'm like, what are we really doing up there? Or same thing with, like, Area 51. I know that, according to what the government has said, is they're using it for military advancement, basically, like testing weapons and stuff like that. But I've kind of wondered, what is actually going on up there? And that's a topic that everyone talks about. Even if you, like don't believe in aliens it's something well, you wonder about what are they doing up there so i mean as far as i believe um from all the research i've done and stuff uh hitler the nazis actually found uh zero uh gravity technology and they had something called the something bell um, i've heard of this they had, but yeah they actually had uh anti-gravity technology dude and they had the, one of the first ufos out there and the reason why it has never been like released to us or anything because they can't make money off of it with the public so they just keep it to themselves so if anybody's seen a ufo or anything most likely that's our government yes we have anti-gravity flying machines we've had that technology for since world war ii and that's why there was operation paperclip and they brought all the smartest fucking nazi scientists over here to america and you know we kind of bit off of them and and kind of you know took note of some things that they accomplished because the germans were they they were more advanced than anybody else as far as you know that kind of technology goes and world domination i mean little fun fact um the guys that created call of duty that's where all their uh, storylines come from is the inspiration of what Nazi Germany was really doing, like science experiments and stuff. Because uh, yep. they had heard theories and they were curious about it, so they implemented it in the video games. Well, so the story goes The story goes is that they fucking flew over the White House in the 50s. There was a UFO above the White House, and I guess that's when they came and, like, forced their arm over us and was like, hey, dude, like, this is what's up. And so, I, I mean, I don't know for sure. Again, I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I'm not, you know, like I just do this shit for fun, and I like to, I, I like to question everything till the truth matches up. And definitely, I'm not satisfied with what they've fed us, you know. And you, you literally have to be like 
like suffer from down syndrome or you know for to believe some of the shit that they feed us i mean it's like damn near insulting it's like they're mocking us they fucking put a bat on the 2020 quarter i mean i do question a lot of it i won't lie dude have you ever heard the story of the manhattan project like uh about how like the there's a ufo that's flying over new york and uh it's got they're testing an invisibility cloak, and for like a brief second, everyone can see it. Like it pops up, and then it just disappears. And supposedly, a bunch of people on it died that were operating it or whatever. That's the story I had heard about in high school. It was like a, a big theory that our teacher was like, "Check that out. It's interesting. Probably didn't happen, but it's at least worth looking at." And I was like, "Okay." And I looked at it, and it's crazy because of all the shit they put into it. But like yeah. supposedly our government was testing invisibility cloaks or something like that, and they tried it Broken on a ship. Technology, yeah, and they have it. And I don't know. I sent you like ten videos last night just because. Yeah. I, I figured like fucking if you watched them, at least you'd know what I was talking about. But I don't know if you watched the one on Dysanian die. I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. pronouncing it right, but it's literally like the movie They Live. It's real. It's it's this glass. Dude, that movie. That movie is so relevant. Films of glass, and it makes it so you can see through, like, invisibility cloaking technology. And, like, there's, like, so these Russians, like, make this video. And they found all this broken up Dysanian glass, which is, like, super fucking rare, bro. Um, And I sent it to your Instagram. Check it out, bro. You should, too, Austin. It's worth checking into, man. Um, like, Like, the dudes are, like, showing their camera like at the sky and then they put the glass up to it and you can just see a couple little saucers sitting there just fucking levitating just in place dude and it apparently it shows like auras of things and because our our eyes can only see like 12 color hues or something we can't see infrared you know and things like that so these they live type glasses, you know, Dysanian dye glasses yeah. is like the movie they live. Like he puts on those glasses and he's able to. And he can see like, yeah, he can see what reality and, really is. Yeah. And he's like, holy shit, like these billboards, like and really in real life, these billboards, like we're not watching them. They're watching us. And yeah, everything's so based. It's a crazy like, movie. Yeah, we copy what we see, you know what I mean? And it's just inhumans to do that. So all these ads of what you should be and, and you know, they got the clones and fucking Versace and shit that we men well, people what, want that, you know. Well, that's what John Carpenter said, the director of the movie. He made it because it was a it was a love letter to people about Hollywood, like what it looks like, how Hollywood is progressing. Basically, to him, it was this is who runs the world. They're telling us to do this and that. And most people are oblivious. They're blinded by it because they watch these movies and shows and they think that's how they have to live. So it's like a play on to what he believed. But even now, if you watch it, like, holy shit, dude, that kind of seems what it's like. The news anchors are fucking aliens telling people procreate, have families, spend. And that just seems like the message that's put across in the news but you know, in the movie, it's it's, it's just, very yeah. uh, vague and puts glasses it just, on. It's crazy. Glasses though. on, and he's able to see it for what it is. Yeah, that's it's my Mountain Rowdy like Piper. That's a badass movie. That's what it reminded me of. Is the Dysanian die? It's like, damn, that's like those 
they live glasses like you put them on and you can see yeah. you know and it could be real i mean i looked into it and i couldn't find a whole lot of information on it dude and and i mean even like you got to understand like there's you can't get a hundred percent like all your information from google because there's you know some of these oh, yeah. search engines are biased and shit so it's hard dude we live in a sea of fucking information that we have to navigate through but um dude i started catching on to the shit like with the the scripted events that they were doing that's when i really started to um pay attention bro because there's the, you know, like, even the George Floyd shit, you know, like, when I saw that fucking video, like, I must have watched it ten times, dude, and it had me in fucking tears, just crying, dude. The, the whole fucking eight minute and 46 second video when he kneeled on his neck, right? Derek Chavon kneeled on George Floyd's neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds, which, by the way, at 8.46 a.m., that's when the first uh, plane hit Tower 11 or whatever, um, Tower 7, whatever, on 9-11. So that's when the first plane hit at 8.46. So when you start researching the cult and, you know, which just means hidden, you know, because all this shit is hidden from us. So when you start researching these secret societies and how they operate and shit, man, it just, you know, you, you see, bro, it's it's pretty crazy, man. Have you ever heard the fucking... I think I've talked to Austin about this before, but I think it's called the Russian Sleep Study. You ever heard of that? It's considered an urban legend now, but it's basically this idea that they... In Russia, they were testing medicine, so they took all these, like, Russian prisoners and they put them in a room. And the medicine was to make... Basically, supposed to make them stay awake for, like, a week or whatever. And throughout the week, they start going crazy and, like, eating each other and shit. And when the guards go in at the very last minute, the one guy that's left standing, like, tore his eyes out. Or it's, I might have the wrong info on how it ends, but, but I know he's, like, begging to go to sleep or whatever, so they kill him. And the the reason for the story was supposedly that they were testing this shit early on to create super soldiers, according to the theory. Super soldier program, yes. There is, and that's part of probably what, part of what they're doing at Area 51 is just testing on humans i mean you know or super soldiers and and genetically mm. modifying them into there is a super soldier program one thousand percent bro um but like yeah you're totally right about that and to go back to the george floyd thing um because i kind of lost my train of thought on that if you look him up and shit he's got a giant you know, double-headed boulet tattoo on his chest, which mm-hmm. the boulet is the black branch of the the Masons. So they're the it's they don't mix them, dude. They got the boulet, which are the black Masons, and then they got the Freemasons, which are you know they got Scottish Rite and stuff like that. But so they they're you know basically there to protect the table, but they're not allowed to sit at the table. But um, you know, he had a giant boule on his chest. So, you know, right. do you think one, you know, officer that's probably a Mason, Siobhan is probably a Mason, you think he's going to kill another Mason? No, that that was to cause racial tension and division, and it did, and it was almost a beta test to see if they could get people out there, like, in the streets. And, and you know, like, I went downtown just to do, like, a peaceful protest, you know, just to 
you know, check it out and make, you know, like I was down there, like let him breathe. And cause that video had me in tears, bro. But I'm telling you right now, that shit was scripted. It was you think so? Fuck, a hundred, a thousand percent, thousand percent, dude. I could give you some fun facts on it. Um, they like to use like with these scripted events, they like to use the number 32. And the reason for that being is the number 32 represents the 32 sunbursts on the Jesuit mm-hmm. logo. So the Jesuits are really the ones that are pretty much like running like everything, you know, and then you have all these other little secret societies. You got skull and, right. and you got Masons, you got the Illuminati, you know, all these different branches that are aimed at, you know, doing certain things. So um, where like I started to really pay attention to this shit. One that interested me uh, was the Kanika Jenkins case which was a 19-year-old girl that they found dead in the freezer at the Crown Plaza Hotel in Chicago, Illinois. Um, And the the interesting thing about it is that Chicago is known for being the capital of human organ harvesting. Um, So that's a little fun fact right there about Chicago and especially the Crown Plaza uh, Hotel. They got like some history there also. Um, but she was found in a freezer that said R95. And right. so, like, with numerology, uh, I think R equals 18 plus 9 plus 5 equals 32. Water freezes at 32 degrees. So so there's one scripted event. Like, um, there's an example. Then that, that was right before the Las Vegas shooting. The Las Vegas shooting... Um, like he was found on the 32nd floor. So there's that 32 again. And he was found with 47 weapons, like the 47 degrees of the Masonic compass. So their symbols, a 47 degree Masonic compass. So that's, he was found with 47 weapons. Also, his brother did like this awkward interview in front of a house, uh, with the Mm -hmm. address 320 and zeros have no value in numerology. So Basically, it was 32. And then jumping back to George Floyd, he was killed in front of cop car 320. And Minnesota is the 32nd state. And it's the Twin Cities. And guess what? George Floyd has a twin brother. That's who? He's part of the boule. Also. So Hmm. it's crazy shit, bro. When you actually do some, like, investigative research and you start seeing that all this shit it's like connected and it's like what the fuck like it's not exactly how they tell you you know and, um that's what i find interesting about it so all right austin yes i know that you don't believe in like a hundred percent of what we're talking about but there's got to be at least one conspiracy theory that interests you even if like to entertain the idea i believe one conspiracy theory and it's let's that let's hear it we got like a minute Patton, and a half. Let's go. That General Patton was killed by Dwight D. Eisenhower's campaign, or Dwight D. Eisenhower's administration, because they didn't want him to run for president against him because Patton would have went to war with the Soviets. I I believe that. Yeah, That's, I've heard of that. I mean, it sounds, you know, I'd look into it. I don't, like, not believe it. I've, I, have, I haven't really heard that before. I have zero doubt in my mind 
right before so right before the war is uh, right before world war ii ends in the in europe yes. um, general Patton, who, who is constantly demoted constantly demoted by eisenhower they're known r- rivals and i finally demoted tesla too right <laughs> yeah and so and so he asks it and so Patton says give he said and i quote mm-hmm. give me Give me two weeks and I have a war with those communist bastards too. And um, Eisenhower pretty much said, no, we're not doing that. Leave and kicked him off the continent. Um, then uh, Patton goes around and starts side as mentioned, he's going to run for president. And after, and he's preparing to launch his um, campaign for president against Dwight Eisenhower. And he's sitting at the end of a hill, getting into his limousine and randomly a, cement truck which was not supposed to be in the area loses its brakes and rolls down this hill perfectly and hits uh Patton's limousine and kills him damn yeah so i actually did not know all that i'm gonna have to look into it just because it yeah. does inter- it's entertaining to at least Dude, look you at, gotta it. Inter- at least entertain the you know it's good like i said it's good to question everything entertain the the thoughts of it i mean i try to be as logical as possible and and find like credible sources and shit like as far as you know like um conspiracy theories go for me and stuff like i i it's gotten me it's led me down a completely different road like it started out with some conspiracies and stuff but now it's you know, it's definitely got me checking out some ancient egyptian astrology and yeah you know, just looking into a lot of um, esoteric knowledge, man. A lot of, a lot of crazy. You know, it's good to check out like Eastern religions. Actually, know like what Muslims actually do believe in stuff. Because mm-hmm. I thought they did. They think they got seven virgins if they, you know, did a suicide bombing or, you know, this or that. So it's it's good to check things out for yourself for sure. Absolutely. Well, unfortunately, we've hit the end of the road. Um, Dan, I want to thank you again, man, for coming on board and doing this with us. And we'd love to have you on again sometime yep. in the near future. Just for sure, definitely reach I, out to you. There's so I, much to to this, bro. Like there is. I've for the past like six years, I've been studying like pretty hard mm-hmm. with all this shit. Uh, there's just so much to it. There's so many different you know things that go to it. So. Oh, yeah. um, but definitely, yeah, for sure. I'm down to go around too, you know, in the near future, whatever, and get into some other stuff for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. An hour, unfortunately, is not enough time. So I'm sure sometime down the road we'll find more time for you. Yeah, um, no if doubt. you guys like what you heard here, check out more at thegreatgrowthpodcast.com. I am Tony here with my buddy Austin. Dan, thank you. Yeah, um, shout out awesome. to Tony. Shout out to Tommy Truthful, Murder by Numbers TV, Reptilian Shapeshifters. Shout out to Z- uh, Zach Hubbard, <laughs> the, the oh, Deoxinator. Yeah. Um, check out <laughs> some, uh, yeah, type that shit, shit up. Right. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. Uh, Austin, buddy, I'll see you on Monday. Adios. Later.